I'm Danny Hicks. Welcome to the Not-So-Secret Agent Podcast, where we learn from top real estate agents how they maintain a thriving business all while living the good life. Hey guys, welcome to the show. I am here with Nicole Banks. Uh, hi, Nicole. Thank you so much for doing this. Noel. God, it's okay. America. Yeah, <laughs> I know your name and I don't know why I did that. Uh, it happened. Thank you so much for doing this, despite the fact that I pretended I did not know your name. And you're one of the guests that I'm probably the closest with. So that is uh, not not a good start. But uh, tell me a little bit about how you got started in real estate. Well, um, so my other career that I've had for 25 years is a flight attendant with Delta. And I had a friend who lived down the street who was also one. And I was talking to her uh, before I had kids. I was kind of looking for something else to do. So she was a broker owner of a real estate office and said, you know, hey, I think you'd be a great realtor. And I, I said, oh, well, I was just kind of thinking I'd answer phones or something like that. I don't have any business experience. And she said, no, I think you'd be good at it. And that's how it all started. So I kind of got in. She owned her own company. I, I worked there for a year and a half and then went to a major name brokerage. And tw uh, 21 years later, I'm still doing real estate. So it must have taken a little bit, right? A little yeah. bit. You were like, mm, I guess this works. Maybe, sort of, kind of. I'd say I kind of toyed around with it, played with it for about a year and a half. And um, then I was introduced to Brian Buffini and went to, he used to have half-day seminar, seminars. That was in 2004. And so I went to his half-day seminar and it struck a chord with me. And he showed this scene from Mr. Holland's opus where, um, uh, I can't think of the actor's name now, I'm going blank, but where he, he, the band director got the girl to believe in herself. And when there was that connection, I thought, oh, there's something here and there's something to this guy and there's something to this organization that's not just about making money and that's it, you know? And so I made that connection. I plugged in with coaching and with zero business experience at all, um, I let Buffini and Company just completely train me from from that first day, from getting into coaching. That is a huge leap of faith, right? To go from, man, we're playing with this. No, I'll go ahead and sign a contract to, to have a coach. Yeah, yeah. Like that's, and that's massive. Yeah, and personally, I think their coaching fees are extremely reasonable. But at that time, that was a lot of money for me to commit to something that was really out of my field. But I, the person who brought me, she looked at me and she said, you know what? Just sign straight up for coaching. Don't think about it. Don't look back. And it was the best advice for, for me getting going in real estate. And I just trusted her and trusted that. And it was the right decision. So um, now I feel very skilled in business, but it, I have to credit almost all of it to Buffini and Company because before that, I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> I was a French yeah. major, so not business. <laughs> What? That those don't those don't translate? Right. <laughs> no pun intended. So, actually, was well, a pun intended there. But, uh, <laughs> so, so you get in there. You've got your why. You said, "Hey, I just need to make a little extra money. I'm doing the stewardess thing. I'm seeing the world, and now I'm a realtor. This is great." And so your why has to shift over the years. I mean, because in the beginning, I'm gonna make a couple extra bucks. This is fun. But now, now, what's driving you? Now I'm thinking, wow, I can actually, um, I can actually do lots of things if I have a little bit more more money because it is a tool, right? Um, yes. And there's only so much you can do with limited resources. So um, 
we were able to explore lots of different things. So one thing was uh, my husband used to teach at a private school for 20 years and um, we, we wanted to really travel around the world with our kids and that kind of became restrictive. So fast forward in 2015, he was able to retire from that and join us full time in real estate. And we started traveling around the world with our kids. So we took them to Spain and Switzerland and um, Israel. And I mean, just all over because we got, we brought their schooling home and we had the tools and the, with the, the money and everything, to, we were able to do this. Um, so then we kind of world schooled them. So that was really cool. Um, another passion we have is for foster kids. And so we're respite foster parents. So um, we are able to be home more now because we're not in two different places. And so we can uh, take in foster kids and give full-time foster families a break. So we take in kids for maybe a week, sometimes, sometimes two weeks. And um, it being able to be home or with real estate, you know, funding that, it we're able to do that. So just lots of cool things like that that we're passionate about in life that we, that we can spend a lot more time on because we're not tied up in working so many hours off at a job. So you're traveling all over the world with the kids. And so mm -hmm. clearly your team has grown beyond you because if you're both in another country, who, who's helping you with your clients, right? So what does your team look like now? So uh, Brad and I are licensed realtors. I'm an associate broker. And then um, we have a virtual assistant company and that's been a recent change and it's been excellent. And I've had just kind of a offshore overseas virtual assistant in the past and that just didn't really work well for me. Now I have a brilliant person um, who has her own company and she has different people that um, do different things. So she has a social media person and a admin person and a systems person and a party planning person. And Because what I learned is I've had employees in the past who were assistants, but they kind of have one specific skill set. So you either have mm -hmm. several of them and manage several employees, which for some people works great. For me, it just was not. I don't want to manage people. So I let this brilliant gal who started her virtual assistant company, she manages her people and I tell her what, what we need and we coordinate on that and then it gets done. Um, so there's that. I also have a transaction coordinator that I've had for 10 years and she is brilliant um, at what she does. She's just what I call talent. She goes above and beyond all the time, always has. And that works really well. So it's, it's Brad and I as agents. We've got um, Robin, my transaction coordinator, and our virtual assistant team. Um, and then I also, so I have another person who works in our real estate brokerage who has his own company for home showings. So if we mm -hmm. both couldn't be here for home showings, then we contact, um, we contact him and he'll go show the home. So, so literally his, his whole company is just showing houses. He doesn't, he, doesn't he does some real estate either. on the side, but his main focus is, um, and he's got some people under him that, that help and they go and show houses. They'll attend a closing, attend an inspection, different things like that. So yeah, he's popping doors and, uh, doing yes. that. And then the virtual assistant thing sounds really, because that yeah. is true. Like, you know, we've been, yeah, I kind of started this show chasing a team, like learning yes. all the parts and figuring all that out. And as I talk to people, it's like, you know, even some of the guys that had bigger teams, a lot of people have gotten gutted lately. You know, the market came down and their team members came trying to talk about commission splits. And really, honestly, you need that capital to make the phone ring for you to continue to drive the business. But to have somebody where it's kind of on a need basis 
and then to have separate experts for each field completely makes sense to me because if you're good at transaction coordination, you're probably not good at marketing. Those are two opposite ends of the spectrum. You know, right. the same thing with us as agents, right? Like, yeah. you know, usually the one that can make the phone ring is probably less detail oriented, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. that's super interesting. I'd never, you're going to have to, if you want to plug them, you can, or you can give me their info separately. Yes. I'd definitely be curious about that. So the, the company is called Your Agent Asset and the owner, her, her first name is Tessa, which is asset spelled backwards. So okay, that's, I yeah. like the marketing there, like nice. I know. Yeah. So um, she is based out of Colorado and then has her team in various places. So, um, oh, I'd have to look it up. But I think it's um, Agent Asset Marketing. I would just look up Agent Asset and you'll, you'll find it there. Not marketing, but agentasset.com. You'll find them. But she's brilliant. So really, really good at what she does. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to look yeah. into that because that is something that we've been toying with. You know, and to the point where I'm doing like a co-op where we had a couple of agents who are producing and we were like, well, if we stuck all our money together to do like client parties together. And that totally makes sense on that piece of it. But yeah. trying to do a hire has been a little bit more tricky because it's just, you know, three different people throwing things at you. And that just doesn't make as much sense. And right. it, if you had a company, then you'd be structured for that. So that that would eh, I'm definitely gonna look into that. So yes. uh, already you've taught me something else. Yeah, I'm going to owe you so much by the end of this. Like, No, not at all. For sure. Uh, so since it's just you and Brad, you probably don't have any quotas or anything like that. I mean, it's just as many as we can get done and you know, set your own yeah. personal goals, that sort of thing. Right. We've got our goals and yeah, and that's about it. Yeah. And, you know, it's Imagine so different. That. I mean, everybody's different. There's some people who thrive on having 30 employees and, and, and they do well with that, right? And then there's some people who are just a, fantastic on their own. You know, I'm sure they've got mm -hmm. some sort of support, admin support, but I've just learned for us, we are just not a fan of having employees other than ourselves, you know, on our payroll and that type of thing. Um, and leveraging other people who are really good at what they do. And that works better for us instead of trying to find a assistant who does it all. It, yeah. So. I feel like finding an assistant who does it all well. I mean, would be hard. I mean, my assistant's yeah. amazing. I love her, but yeah. you know, there's definitely like, this is her wheelhouse and I know yes. what she, what she, what fills her cup to do. And yeah. like, I try to keep her there. Cause what, what you get excited about is what you're going to do really well. Right. Yes. When you're like, yeah, you know, I'll do it because you're making me, uh, it tends to be a little less. Right. Um, yeah. so what are you guys doing to generate business right now? I know you do like the calls, notes, pop buys, uh, or a variation of that. Cause that's what we yep. do. Right. So what does that look like for you? Uh, well, just yesterday we had our fall client party, which was a um, pumpkin patch. So we invited people out to um, this pumpkin patch and um, did lots of different layers of invites, paper invitation, evite, texting. So I've learned that kind of helps because some people respond to one and not the other. But we had them all out to the pumpkin patch, had our little banner out there, and then we bought them tickets. We bought them um uh, gave them coupons for a pumpkin to pick at the end and they got to go around and enjoy the farm, a corn maze and animal petting and all that kind of stuff. So it was really, um, 
you know, we've done it before. This was a new farm that we went to this year, but it was great. People love it. They can bring their kids. We take a nice photo of them. They have this little tractor there. We can pose them all in the tractor and then they get the photo as a keepsake. So I think just deepening that and connecting with them, some of them really, um, I think really appreciate it too, whether it's, you know, a single parent or, or, or not, but if you, there were some that just expressed, you know, oh, we're so grateful we could enjoy a day. You know, we can't really afford to do this right now or something like that. And so it's nice that, oh, great. I'm glad I could help in a, in a little way. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, the client parties are great. I think um, I always remember Brian saying the single most impactful thing he ever did was writing a personal note. So I really, I know that, I know we all do notes, but I really do go back to that. I think there is a lot of power and there's so much that gets open in the mail or that gets thrown out in the mail. And yet those personal notes still get opened. I mean, even when I get, I'm like, Oh, this looks personal, <laughs> you know? So mm -hmm. um, I think to me that that's the most powerful. I, I really like them too. I mean, yeah. I really go back to like, even when we go to convention, you meet so many people and I try to take notes on their business cards. So, so I'll remember, you know what I mean? Because you have all those meaningful relationships and that sort of thing. But I'm with yeah. you. Like I'm, I'm really big on it. If I've talked to you in any way, uh, I don't even pay a contractor without writing a note on it. Yeah. You know, nice. right. Like seriously, I, I thank you. You did an excellent job or, you know, I really like this part that you did. If they didn't do an excellent job, I find something I like because I, right. I always want them to be positive. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think those are really powerful. You also had mentioned to me the whole uh, be epic thing. And I, yes. this is selfish for me because I had Heather on and uh, she oh, mentioned yeah. it and we were supposed to do something and we both got busy and just haven't yet. So I was like, okay. hmm, testimonial here. Highly recommend uh, the Be Epic program. And it's it's really taken our marketing way. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even say up a notch. It's just to a whole nother level. Um, Heather is brilliant at system, systematizing things. She's just so brilliant at that and, and at other things too, but she's really great with systems. Kat, um, who is her partner with Be Epic, um, is brilliant with marketing. So you blend the two of them together. I mean, it's just pretty darn good. And I know um, Heather has always been very consistent with her postcards over the years. Mm -hmm. They're brilliant postcards. They catch your attention. She's good at what she does on that. So I figure me again, not with any kind of business background or marketing background. Um, let me just trust the people who I've seen for myself do well at it. And, and they deliver with, without flaw. I mean, just every month it's ready. I have, I do a couple, we prepare our videos for, we prepare, you know, our, our uh, um, photos for the postcard. And then we kind of hand the rest to our team and make sure they execute it doing the blog and everything. And it's been consistent since day one. And I can't say that about a lot of things. It's hard to it do is. that. But if I tell myself, all I've got to do is film these videos and do the, um, the postcard video or photo, then it, I can, and you get someone else to do the rest. They just plug and play. If those people know how to use a couple things like Canva or, um, you know, some other software, things like that, they, it just, it's plug and play. So to me, it's a no brainer. I highly, highly recommend it. Is she having you market to other agents? I know I get, you know, my postcards from her, like, you know, when you meet her and she puts you on her list and then you're going to get postcards as an agent that, you know, 
right. that you know, is that part of it or is it strictly more no. your clients? The B Epic is all geared towards your clients. However, okay. she strongly encourages also marketing to other agents, but the material that she's providing you is geared towards your clients. So you could take your own twist and gear it towards other agents, which is something I do want to do. But, um, but yeah, this is really more client focused, which is good because some people say, oh, well, if I do that, then everybody will be, you know, no, because we all have our own set of clients. Now, mm -hmm. if we all said the same thing to other agents, that would be a little, so that that's where that gets tricky. Yeah, I can see that. I, I still get uh, the Buffini uh, item of value emailed to me on a regular yeah. basis, believe it or not. And I'm like, I met you at a convention. So clearly I have that, you know, which I think is a little. <laughs> right. So what's working right now to generate business? Are, are you, where are you getting new clients from? That's always been interesting to me because everybody has a different answer for that. Um, I mean, I just have to really ultimately from our database mm -hmm. um, and just, you know, work, working consistently, being in front of them, doing our client parties or notes and all that. Um, it's just more referrals from there. Um, we also are a unicorn is what David Sedoni calls it. If you're familiar with David Sedoni. So he is out in California and has the number one home buyers podcast, how to buy a home. Mm -hmm. And so we're one of his unicorns in Atlanta. And so he has sent us some leads. Um, and they're great. They're great connections. I hate, I hate even using that word lead because you know, but they're no, it's a referral. It's a relationship. It's a referral. It's lending and, and it, out for yeah, and it really is because they really trust him because he's uh, he's built that trust with them over the podcast, and then we're direct referral from him. So we've had some great experiences from that. Um, yeah, and just re and repeat clients. Um, I mean, that's really where all our business comes from. Yeah, the re the repeat clients are always my favorite. I already know how to work with you. Yeah. trust. We've won the game before, so that they, they you know they give you that little bit. They don't. Yeah, no, that that's. I think I'm 90, 89% by referral at this point. So okay. I'm right there with you on that. But I'm yeah. always looking for new ways to fill the front end. You know what I mean? To meet more people, yes. to stay in front of them, all that good stuff. Uh, hence the reason for that question, I suppose. Um, <laughs> so you do, how many client parties do you do a year now? Uh, right now we've been doing about four. So uh, beginning of the year we do a, uh, call, it's called Love Fest for Your Very Best, a Valentine's party. Mm -hmm. That was inspired by Heather Roxburgh. Um, but that's where we, it's an invite only formal dinner. It's only for people who have bought or sold or sent us referral that year. Exclusive invite to that one. Then we do a fun movie party in the summer. We just did our pumpkin patch party. And then we'll do like a pictures and cookies and stuff with Santa in, in December. Okay. The yeah. VIP party has been on my list for a while and I have not gotten it done. I said it. Yeah. Two years in a row now, and, and neither year I've, you know, it, I write it down and it just has not manifested yet. Yeah, you can do so, it. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. We'll get, I got, I got faith in me. We'll get there eventually. That's right. <laughs> What's one tip you would give somebody working the system right now? Especially in this market, you got a new agent, they're coming on. What do you tell them? Two things. One, plug into Buffini and Company, hands down. Two, be consistent. Whatever you do, be consistent. You hear that, Brian? You go ahead and send the royalty checks to <laughs> the Not So Secret Agent podcast. We're <laughs> plugging you hard because I've said very much the same thing as far as Buffini and Company. 
very much had success there. And the consistency thing is, is everything. Yeah. Like, how do I trust you to do my biggest asset if I can't trust you to call me back? Or, right. You know what I mean? Like, I need to know you're going to do what you say you're going to do. So, yep. yeah, no, I think that's a great tip. Uh, any tweaks you've made to the system? Or are you a purist? Do you do your pop buys? Yeah, we do. Um, Brad tends to actually physically do them and I kind of get them ready and prepare them type thing. But um, yes, um, tweaks. You know, I was, I was going to say, well, you said one thing for before. I mean, one other no, thing I would just say. You can give me as many is, as you want. Okay. It's just really showing that you care too. Being consistent, but also showing that you care, right? Brian always talks about people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm-hmm. And that is... That goes a long way in business, as, as you know. Um, so that's really, really helped. Um, okay, let's see back on your other question, which was any tweaks. Um, uh, I don't know, just just like the be epic, right? So mm-hmm. that's that's not just straightforward Buffini stuff, but it, it's still I'm still just marketing to my database. I'm not sending it to you know uh, blanket people in the neighborhood that I don't know or something. Um, now it's out but there on YouTube, so anyone could listen, but yeah. But I think that's a good example of a tweak, right? Because she does the postcard as opposed to a straight newsletter with yes. the idea of they don't have to open it. It's one, we made it a little easier, you know? Right. Uh, um, so I, I definitely think that's a, that's a legit tweak where, you know, it makes sense. Yep. Uh, I think that one's really cool. I think the other thing that I know about you, because we do know each other, is just the, the way you've taken time to make people feel special. Like you really go out of your way to, to like take it. And, and like when I'm sure I know I get excited when I see a note from you. Aww. You know what I mean? Because you do actually, it's not like, hey, it was great meeting you at the convention. Thanks. Bye. Which is, you get a lot of those, which is fine. Because yeah. you're, you know, I know what you're doing and you know what I'm doing, but great. But I always feel like you always take the time to say, hey, look, no, I really do know you. And here, here's something that I think would be helpful. And I think that's awesome. And I would imagine if you do that with me, who you met briefly at a convention, you probably do that with your clients, you know, very hard. Oh, you know. thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Being what a flight attendant, learn how to be personable with people. So <laughs> that helps. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Came from the teaching world and I would argue it's similar. Okay. Yes. A little bit. uh, I definitely taught some elementary school art for many years. So I know where you're coming from. Yeah. That's awesome. It it definitely, uh, it helps with your communication skills. Sometimes I think it was easier to explain the elementary school kids than it is to some of my clients, but you know, (laughs) you know what I mean? They're, they're the same, the same, the same, getting a message across. Yeah. So who's your ideal client? Do you do an avatar for an ideal client or no? Um, I'm right in the middle of kind of developing that. Um, I am leaning towards um, leaning into the Delta world a little bit more. I've recently mm-hmm. served several pilots, um, um, an engineer with Delta, um, a flight attendant too. And I, I'm kind of liking that niche, right? And they they actually really appreciate me because I understand their world. I mean, when, mm-hmm. when a pilot goes to explain his schedule, I'm like, oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> Other people yeah. don't. Um, I'll hear all from the airline. Yeah, all the airline lingo and and um, commuting that people don't understand. All that I get it. So it makes their life a little easier in a transaction when they don't have to explain all that to me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of working on developing that that niche specifically with Delta and have a little plan to maybe go talk to some higher ups that I have some connections to there and see where that can go. And maybe a little, uh, home buyer training, maybe possibly um, that. And, you know, I'd like to really focus on sending a lot of referrals outward um, as opposed to so much inward. Um, I, I mean, I think inward referrals are great. We all love them. Right. But yeah. I really, I think there's a lot of value in sending them outwards too. And through Delta, there's people all over the country and mm-hmm. I can have a wonderful network that I can connect them to. So it's kind of in the works on that. I mean, it makes sense. You definitely know top agents from like across the country. Yeah. There's this one in Richmond that would be very appreciative right there. if they were included. Right yeah. there. Danny Hicks, everybody. <laughs> right. I love it. The, the yep. shameless plug. <laughs> uh, da, da, da. All right. What's your favorite quote? And this doesn't have to be from a Buffini event, but uh, they often are because he does pretty good with the quotes. Yeah, this one is not. Um, it's Ralph Waldo Emerson, and it is, do not go where the path may lead, but go where there is no path and leave a trail. Love and it. I'm all about that. Probably that. And I'll give you one more. I can never do just one. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> one more would be the um, not all who wander are lost. And yeah, both those, of those are great. Those two are like really me. Anyone who knows me really well is like, oh, yeah, that's you. <laughs> But but that self-awareness is cool, too, to know what what you're about. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I talk to people a lot, and they're like, yeah, some of this and some of that, but whatever. Whereas you're like, no, no, I'm I'm leading the path. I don't care where you're going. Uh, You know, you can follow me because I left you a trail because I'm I'm going where no one else is going. (laughs) Right? I love it. Which is really cool. So what was your biggest takeaway from an event? Oh, biggest takeaway from an event. Oh, gosh. I don't know. Which event? <laughs> or any event? Um, any event. Um, hmm. I don't know. I'll just think of something. I I loved Neil Pasricha. Mm-hmm. Um, spoke and his the Book of Awesome. And just how many things we really have that we can be grateful for. That it doesn't have to be this, you know, giant thing. I love how he simplified it you know, warm socks from the dryer or whatever it was. It's like, yeah, that's a good thing. You know, it's cool, right? Mm -hmm. Why don't we say thankful, you know, that we're thankful for little things like that. So that's been really, um, it's really good because I think you can't be like in a depressed state and be grateful at the same time. Brian talked Mm -hmm. about that once. And that's really powerful. So I really try and remind myself of let's be grateful for everything. And we've employed with our kids, we now do it at dinner, um, we go around and say a rose, rose, thorn, and bud, which are roses are things you're grateful for. Thorn is something you're struggling with or a challenge. And then a bud is something you're looking forward to. And I think it's been a great thing to implement with our kids. So I would say maybe like if I had to pick one big overall takeaway is the things that we can take home and, and, uh, implement or transfer to the next generation. Right. Mm-hmm. So like I'm all. Yeah, I'm all about that. Um, I also help with um, a freshman high school girls at our church and uh, help lead a group with that. And I, I try and share anything. I just feel like we're so blessed with all the wisdom we get from the Feening Company. We just need to, you know, fast forward it on to others too. So 
that's that's when I'm a pay it forward. That's what I was looking for. Um, so whether it's sharing with the freshman girls that I work with there or foster kids or my own kids, I love getting takeaways that can help them in their lives. Mm-hmm. It, it's amazing how much of it is applicable beyond real estate, right? I mean, real yep. estate for sure. But then, I mean, I even have conversations with agents like I'm doing a deal with and and I'll I'll spit something out and they'll stop me and be like, wait, 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 wait. And you're, but I'm so used to talking to you or Greg or Jeremy or whoever. And we speak our own separate language. You yeah. know what I mean? But they, they'll stop you and be like, that was like really epic. And you're like, no, 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 we just say that. Like, yeah. <laughs> we mean it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you're just glossing over the words, but it's so ingrained in us and, and it, they're so hungry for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like the world is like swimming in information and starving for wisdom. Totally. It, you know what I mean? Like we're fighting for their attention. Yep. You know, yeah. and so you, you say one epic thing and it really hits them correctly and they'll literally stop you in your tracks and be like, wait, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Which I think is really yeah. cool when you get to pay that forward, as you said, even to agents on the other side who are supposed to be our competitors, but really... I mean, I could hand you my list of clients. You could call them and I promise you they're not interested. I don't care who you are agent wise. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. Because we do the job right. Right. What would your superpower be if you had a superpower? Um, Being was being able to read minds. Maybe that would be a good one. That would that would definitely speed up a transaction. Yes. You don't like this one. Let's go. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Thankfully, because I'm tall, like I used to watch Inspector Gadget when I was little. So I used to think, oh, go, go, Gadget arms. Those are so cool. But I'm like, I don't know. I'm kind of tall. I can reach everything anyway. So <laughs> so well, I'll pass on the go, go, Gadget arms and go for the mind reading. <laughs> yeah, definitely mind reading is way cooler than go, go, Gadget arms. I'm yeah. going to second. I think, I think you've correctly uh, changed your, your wanted superpower there. Right. <laughs> That's, yeah, for sure. The uh, Well, thanks so much for doing this. Really appreciate it. Tell everybody what market you serve and how they can get a hold of you if they have referrals for you. Yes. Yeah, so we are in the metro Atlanta area. If it that, that's, uh, covers a lot of cities, probably about six counties. But basically, if it's north of the airport and within about a 45 minute to an hour drive, we pretty much cover it. Um, so you can reach us at 404-388-3961 or online at thebanksteam.com. And that is Noel, not Nicole Banks. Uh, <laughs> thank you again for doing this. Really appreciate it. Uh, and I will definitely be seeing you soon. My pleasure. Thank you. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to apply this information to your business immediately. This message will not self-destruct in five seconds. Good luck, agents.